If you're looking for Pokemon style Etsy items, Pokemon Pop figures, and so much more, check out the PokeDepartmentStore.com. That's P-O-K-E-D-E-P-S-T-O-R-E.com for all your Pokemon needs. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What is up, everyone? It's me, the Pokemon Cave, and I'm here with my co-host, Nader Tater. Yeah, he's a new co-host, everyone. Fortunately, we don't quite have a trailer. Things were kind of technically messed up with the audio. We will we will work on that, though, and get a new trailer out. Um, we just got to work on some stuff first. We got, uh, what, three stories today. Uh, two interesting ones and one, unfortunately, sad one uh, regarding some pre-orders. But the first story, though, is... Supposedly, the best Pokemon TCG sealed products and single cards to buy. Oddly enough, there's only two for each subject, though, which is kind of odd. Out of the, what, millions of cards there are, they only picked two. And out of probably thousands upon thousands of sealed product, they only picked two. But uh, for sealed product, they decided that the best options were the Celebrations Elite Trainer Box. Not the, not necessarily the Pokemon Center Elite Trainer Box, but just the regular Trainer Box. And the Shining Fates Elite Trainer Box. Now, I don't know about you, bud, but um, Shining Fates, I mean, yeah, it's it's a great box. Uh, you're guaranteed to get that Eevee in there, which is amazing. Uh, I believe it's the Eevee VMAX, if I remember correctly. Um... But, I mean, what what do you think about these two boxes? I mean, the celebrations, I uh, really wasn't too sure about looking into it. I know that the packs I've seen go around, you know, are pretty decently priced. But at the same time, you know, I feel like there's value in a lot of other, you know, and really older boxes that are still at decent prices that most people, should, you know, could afford. And, you know, if you're going to invest in it in a way, you know, you're going to save it like that, then. I feel like there are some different options is seeing, as I said, you know, on TikTok, you see them go for 50 to a hundred dollars and you can still go to Walmart or I've been able to at least and still see them for 30, 40 years. Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, you're always going to find stuff way more expensive online because you got that whole, I bought everything off the shelf and now I'm going to sell for double the price or even in some cases, triple the price. Uh, we get that everywhere, whether you're on in the U.S., Canada, or on the other side of the world, unfortunately. Unfortunately, you get people like that. Um, as far as value goes, I mean, yeah, celebrations, I guess you could see that as, I, I guess, a memento. You know, it has been 25 years since the release of Pokemon. So it would be kind of cool to have that as a display. Uh, but, you know, is it really going to hold value? I'm not too sure. If anything, if you had the master set of all the cards, 
I think that would actually hold more value than the actual ETB. Um, in fact, I mean, I've got the gold uh, Charizard and Pikachu from the Ultra Premium Collection box. Uh, you know, those two pieces alone, I'm going to assume are going to be worth more and more valuable than a, a ETB. Especially not the Pokemon Center ETB, which was only made in short amounts and only available in one area. Whereas that, well, any standard ETB, really, any standard ETB, you can find it anywhere. You can go to Walmart, you can go to Target, you can go anywhere and find it, theoretically, as long as they have it in stock. So it's, I mean, to each their own. I remember when people were hoarding the... Hidden Fates ETBs saying that they would be worth so much money and blah, 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 because of the quote-unquote chance at pulling that Charizard. Um, I had two of them as a display, and I think I sold them for retail because they're not worth money when people were saying that they were worth money. Uh, in fact, actually, I opened one of them and gave it to my kids and sold the other one for retail. So, I mean just because I wanted to get rid of it and put something else in its spot. So just because people say it's worth something doesn't mean it's going to actually be worth something. It's all, you know, it's good to always look into multiple sources, do a little bit of homework before you actually make a decision. If you're going to buy bulk of something, especially like this, you know, potentially one day, of course, everything, I've seen mostly everything Pokemon-wise, you know, gains a lot of value, but with the amount that they make now and everything, it's not as rare, a lot, a lot of more things are just a lot more common than they, than they originally were since oh, of course. they started making so much. Yeah, I mean, actually, since the tail end of the pandemic, uh, it's been well known by Pokemon that they are mass producing cards like you wouldn't believe for the sheer chance of running out. Uh, unfortunately, their quality definitely tells you that uh, when you look at the quality of some of these cards. Uh, price in point, the Halloween set that they came out with, that set has the absolute worst quality I have ever seen in any Pokemon product ever made I, I mean out of a complete set that i pulled with my kids maybe two of the cards were centered properly uh the other oh, ones the other yeah i mean like the one card i kid you not uh, i think i put yeah actually i put a picture of it on instagram so i'll put my instagram in the description below guys and take a look for yourself uh the one card on the back is so ridiculously off center that the actual back artwork is almost coming off of the card. <laughs> and then in the front, it's always in the same spot. Front, dead center, bottom. Looks like they rubbed the living crap out of these cards to the point where you can see the holographic texture underneath or the holographic paint uh, or ink, I guess. And in some cases, the card has actually been peeled dead center where the scuff mark is. Um, because you know, honestly, it's three cards in a very flimsy pack in a bag. It's not even in a box. It's just, you know, it's in a bag. And the only protection that they have is a piece of very thin, flimsy cardboard 
on on the backside and yeah and those big bags they put them in you know they probably get thrown around with oh god the yeah amount that they have going out and everything and that's weird because i haven't even seen any down here in texas like i've gone to walmart i went to target up in amarillo the town north of me and could not find any of them yeah me neither um i can't find any anywhere but i found or i bought three bags from pokemon center and that's how i got mine um but that was the only way. Like nobody around here has them. I'm hearing reports of like the bigger cities getting them at their shoppers' drug marts, like um, you know, basically a drugstore kind of thing. Um, some people are saying Walmart, but up here in a small town of twenty-two thousand people, we are getting nothing. <laughs> now, um, going along with these, uh, what to invest in? They they put their top two cards to invest in. Uh, those two top cards are the Japanese Frozod Girl uh, full art from the Incan Incandescent Arca Arcana. Um, that's a new set, which I'm assuming the artwork will be used for Silver Tempest coming out in November, I believe. And the second card is the full art Pikachu from Cosmic Eclipse. That's the one with uh, him and Red. Uh, now, I, we were discussing this before the podcast, saying how I've never ever seen this full art, uh, trainer girl. Um, but I have definitely seen the Pikachu and have a very unfortunate story with the Pikachu. But, uh, I'd like, uh, what, what do you think about these two cards? You know, I do really like the way that the trainers look and the newer cards with the backgrounds that they're putting in and just how they're changing it up. And, you know, I do think there could be a lot of potential, but it's, I feel, going to be mostly in the cards that, you know, have been in, been known, you know, the top Pokemon, you know, i.e. Charizard and Alt-Art character, Secret Rare, that, you know, I feel like that one's would be more of a candidate for this new set coming out and everything instead of, you know, Pikachu being the most known and recognized uh pokemon throughout the world of course you know it could give it potential but i don't think that it would be top two per se i i agree i mean when you think of pokemon everyone screams charizard and pikachu but i mean there are thousands well hundreds i should say of other pokemon who i think deserve the spotlight a little bit more including these trainers there are hundreds of trainers that they could pick from who deserved a spot way more than a Charizard or a Pikachu. Um, but unfortunately, I mean, like I was saying, I had that trainer uh, Pikachu. Actually, in fact, it wasn't even mine. It was my daughter's. My daughter pulled it from a pack and she wanted it graded. Now, up here we have Mint, uh, MNT. It's a Canadian grading company. Uh, they grade incredibly hard, uh, but they're very cheap. Looking at like about $30 Canadian per card. Uh, well, about $35 Canadian per card to grade it. And you'll get the card back in about a month. Now, they grade harder, in my opinion, than PSA. They are extremely relentless when it comes to it. Uh, and you are almost guaranteed to not get a, a mint 10 uh, more so a 9.5, uh, 
But if you were to take that 9.5 and submit it to PSA, you're probably going to get a PSA 10. Um, so what happened was, uh, back when my daughter pulled it, I was working with a store down in Cambridge, Ontario, where I live. Or, well, I used to live in Cambridge. Uh, it's about two, two and a half hour drive south of me right now. Um, the guy who I was working with to send cards through as like a middleman, uh, I knew him pretty well through in, uh, Facebook first. Um, and then we kind of transitioned over to Instagram together and kept a friendship going. So I sent him a bunch of cards. He sent the cards off to Mint. Apparently the cards came back from Mint and he went to send the cards to me. Now, the biggest red flag and the biggest thing I had an issue with him as even though he's my good friend, he never ever sent me tracking numbers. He would just say, hey, I sent your cards out this morning. You should get them in about a couple of days. Uh, sometimes it would arrive by Canpar. Sometimes it'd be FedEx. Sometimes Peer Later. And the odd time would be Canada Post, similar to USPS. Uh, so I'm sitting here waiting, waiting, waiting. No cards ever come. And we're going on like two weeks now. So I sent him a text and I said, hey, uh, what company did you send the cards with? Because I haven't gotten them. He goes, oh, well, um, they went by FedEx. I'm like, okay, well, I the the FedEx truck comes to a house kitty corner to me. And the lady who lives there, she's like a FedEx middleman. She'll grab all the parcels off of that truck, stick them in her car, and then she does a crap ton of deliveries. And I said, then I've seen her grab packages every day for the last two weeks and not one stop comes to me. I said, uh, you know, do you have the tracking number? Maybe, maybe it's stuck somewhere. And if it is, then we can figure stuff out. So he sends me a tracking number. I punch in the tracking number and whatever it was, it was heading to Montreal, Quebec, which is the province beside me. I'm like, oh, I'm like, uh, dude, uh, apparently my cards are in, are in the other province. He goes, oh, well, that that's strange. He's like, well, keep an eye on it. He goes, maybe they, they got lost and they started going to Quebec. So I'm watching it, and then all of a sudden, it shows it's out for delivery. I thought, oh, okay, cool. It's it's in my town. It's out for delivery. I click on the uh, the tracking number again. No, it's it's out for delivery in Quebec. It's going to a Quebec address. And so I sent him another message and said, uh, no, this is, that's not my package. It's going out for delivery in Quebec. I said, uh, that's the wrong tracking number. So he goes, okay, uh, let me look, you know, I'll, I'll see if I can find it. Two days later, he comes back to me saying, yeah, I, I don't know which tracking number it is. Now keep in mind, he owns a store in Cambridge. Uh, he deals with trading cards, collectibles. But apparently he also deals with firearms. And I later, yeah, so I later found out that he ships his firearms through FedEx. And FedEx had started doing this big blitz of saying, no, 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 no more firearms. If you send us any firearms, regardless of who you are, we're going to send it right back to you. And you can go find somebody else to ship it through. So he assumed that 
FedEx had figured that my cards must have been a package of firearms or something to deal with firearms and had decided to send it back to him. Meanwhile, he never got a package back with my cards in it. So now I'm out multiple extremely valuable cards, including my daughter's card that she had pulled, uh, along with uh, an ancient Mew. Um, oh, no. A, uh, what was it? The Evolutions Hollow, or yeah, Evolutions Hollow Charizard. Um, a full art Charizard from, I think, one of the other sets that my daughter had pulled. Uh, you know, quite a few cards. I think we had like six or seven cards. Paid well over $300 for grading. And I have no cards. And so at the end of the day, he said, listen, I'm going to make it right to you. And I'm going to send you a video of every card I have graded here. Pick the cards you want. I don't care what cards they are. Pick the cards you want. And I will send them to you overnight express by FedEx or whatever. And so he sends me a video and I didn't give a crap about the cards. I, I was so pissed off, so unhappy and so let down that I turned to my daughter and said, listen, you pick what cards you want because you're the one who doesn't get to have her card now. And she still to this day has not gotten her Pikachu card. Um, you know, I, I've been looking you know, they're ridiculously expensive right now, but I mean, they're, I'm trying to, to work with the store that I'm partnered with to see if maybe they can get one in and then they would send it off to grading for a, a very low price. Yeah. I mean, they're amazing to me. Uh, but I think she got quite a few cars. Like she got a, a Jolteon jungle set, I believe, but it doesn't have the jungle stamp on it. It's an error card. I mean, that, yeah, that right there is phenomenal because uh, she likes the evolutions as well. So, I mean, she got like a quite a few of the evolutions, uh, a couple of full arts, stuff like that. Uh, but I just got her and it's actually should be coming back from grading very soon. It's that full art uh, EV EX, I want to say EX or GX uh, that kind of like really fat kind of weird chubby faced Eevee came in the oh, okay. uh the Eevee Pikachu EX box or whatever the heck it was I, I forget what the hell the, the set was but it's a, a I think it's a promo card but it's a very funny looking Eevee and she always laughs her ass off when she sees this Eevee card so I thought you know what that, that'd be a really cool card to get for you grade it and that'll be your Christmas gift so I mean like I said the card should be back I think in the next week or two, probably two weeks. And then the guys from the store will literally hand deliver it to me. They're just that amazing. I mean, they're a f almost an hour drive from me, but they hand deliver my, my stuff. So it's kind of cool. But um, I mean, so we'll, we'll see what this EV comes back. I, I think it'll be a nine, maybe a nine five, but I mean, it could be a one and my daughter would still be happier than a pig and crap. So you know, and that's that's what matters the most. I mean, I, I I don't care about Pokemon as much as she does. Like she's in love with it, and she loves ripping packs. And I mean, I 
I would sell everything in my Pokemon room in a heartbeat to help her buy whatever the heck she wanted for her collection. So, I mean, for some, you know, it's kind of nice how something as tragic as losing those cards eventually, you know, three years down the road has now given me the chance to work with another store who does the grading as well. And I don't have to worry about shipping uh, and it getting lost somewhere. I mean, for all I know, maybe the cars came back at 10, perfect 10s for all of them. And he just decided, I'll oh, screw this. I'm going to keep them. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't think. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. So, but, I mean, different things go through your head at different times, so... I mean, who knows? I have no idea what happened, but it's the way I see it. It's in the past, so just going to leave it alone, and karma has its way, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, more than more than likely, hopefully, though. Yeah. Get their karma. I understand things happen and go on, but, you know, in a sense, if you're dealing with everything that that dude's dealing with, you figured he'd be more on top of his game when getting cards back and stuff instead of he's you know it, he he never understands what the story could be and those cards being sentimental in the way that it is to you and your family you and your daughter have this connection you know it's you know there's more than just value there's that sentimental value like some of the older cards that i have and hold on to because they've been there through all my through all, all out my life and you know like you and i were saying earlier you know they go kids go through different stages with uh their cards and collecting them you know how they deal with them and sometimes you see them with really valuable cards doing things they shouldn't be doing with them but then sometimes they value other cards that may not have a whole lot of value because it's just sincere to them you know instead of the other way around you know when you're grown up it's more of that childhood nostalgia kind of oh of course with that being said i mean we're moving into the next story here Apparently, at some point, between the Pokemon's original Pokemon series and the end of the third Pokemon movie, there was plans for Pokemon to end in a really, really dark way. Uh, so there's this guy named, uh, oh god, I'm going to butcher this name, Taki, Takishi Sudo. He was the main driving force behind Pokemon anime in the early years. Uh, but he even came up with his own ending for the series at one point. Now, this guy worked on the original Pokemon series and all three of the Pokemon movies. In one of Pseudo's final blogs before he died, 
I believe in 2010. Yeah, 2010. Yes, 2010. Yeah. yeah, so he died in 2010, unfortunately, from a, a hemorrhage. Uh, so one of his final blog posts before his death, he wrote that he had envisioned a fourth movie that would have had all the Pokemon realize that they're being treated like slaves and rebel against humanity. I mean, kind of sounds like the Mewtwo movie, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was basically the whole idea behind that movie. It's Mewtwo's purpose and then, you know, the end happening the way that it does. Me looking into and watching Yu-Gi-Oh! when I was younger, I never quite understood some of the things that went on, you know, is the same thing in Pokemon and, you know, your first season, your uh, first, uh, how many episodes do you have in season one, like 12 or so, you know, you have the WTF moments and the amount of things that are just ridiculous that go on is, is funny. <laughs> but oh, with Yu-Gi-Oh, you know, looking at the Japanese version of Yu-Gi-Oh, you know, it had guns and people died. <laughs> the English version, they sent people to the Shadow Realm, and he just stole his soul and put it into a card, and they basically had to reamp everything because it was, you know, too violent. But it's just a cultural difference, you know. And at that time, you know, in the uh, article, it talks about him thinking and seeing that Pokemon would only run for so long before it hits its end, and all you know, ultimately ends him envisioning it with an end. Yeah, I mean. I mean, all of our old anime shows were pretty freaking dark in a way. I mean, anything that revolved around the the suspicion of death still made it very real and very dark. <laughs> it was it was insane. Um, but I mean, so this guy's envision would have had it so that Pikachu would have led the charge against humanity and essentially killed all of humanity and left just a world of Pokemon. I mean, and again, like we said before, that's essentially what Mewtwo wanted to do when they came out with the first movie. So for him to kind of backpedal and say, oh, let's, let's do what the first movie did all over again, but as a fourth movie, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're shooting a, a dead horse when it's already on the ground kind of thing, right? So, I, I mean, why why would you do three movies and then decide that, Okay, you know what? We're going to end the series. We're going to end it all. We're going to turn off the lights. And how we're going to do it is basically revamp the very first movie. Like that. I mean, that's that's lazy writing right there. All 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 they did was essentially switch Mewtwo for Pikachu. Mm -hmm. I mean, it worked for the first movie because Mewtwo was much stronger. He was much more wiser. What the hell's Pikachu going to do? <laughs> I mean, he, he's pretty strong, but he's not on the level of being able to be, you know, the forefront of a, no. a revolution for Pokemon. You know, humanity does have a lot of... And even then, you know, it's going to be still Pokemon probably still obeying trainers, and it's just going to be Pokemon versus Pokemon still in the end. Yeah, and uh, on our final story, a sad one for some people. However, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to sound cocky, but... It's not a sad one for me, because I already secured mine through the store that I'm partnered with. Uh, thank you, Cave Collectibles. <laughs> I didn't have to go through uh, this raging GameStop. Uh, so unfortunately, 
the Charizard Ultra Premium Collection, the people or the thing that people have been going insanely crazy about ever since they reviewed or revealed artwork and info about this, kind of like the Celebrations UPC, uh, it's set to launch in October, and many fans of the series have been rushed to pre-order the sets before they become unavailable. Uh, the boxes are the best of the products for collectors. They support stunning metal promo cards, dice, and coins, and often comes with other unique perks. However, I don't think the UP or the Charizard one will have metal cards in it. I don't see any metal cards in it, at least. But you never know. I mean, I don't think they even had the, the artwork for the metal cards uh, for the Celebrations one, and we got that. Um, so while the $119.99 price tag price tag is staggering for some fans uh the unreleased upc is already being scalped online for outrageous prices um for in, in fact the store who i put my uh pre-order through i think i paid 225 and that's with sh theoretically shipping uh keep in mind and that's in that's in canadian yeah yeah 225 canadians Please. And I think I kind of converted that with one of my coworkers talking to him about this, and uh, I think that was about a hundred. There was a hundred thirty dollars or something like that. Yeah, and now keep in mind. I mean, well, like twenty dollars of that is shipping, theoretically, because I mean they're driving an hour away and then an hour back. So I mean, twenty dollars for gas money. I mean that that's fair. <laughs> But even, you know, the prices that I've seen on TikTok, you know, me getting my cards either from Walmart or card shop up in Amarillo or on TikTok doing it that way just because of, there's a wide variety and, you know, you just got to look around and you find decent pricing. Well, every uh, UPC that I've seen is pre-order like 210 USD. Oh, my God. And then exactly like it's being scalped ridiculously and that's where the issue down here i don't know you know reading the article it didn't seem quite the same um but people down here were running into the issue that they would go to the game stop expecting that they were going to get um however many 12 15 20 plus however many upcs that they pre-ordered come to find out that they were only limited to three so they get their three at least but then you know, they get refunded the rest of their money and being able to scalp. So they were kind of trying to limit the amount of that happening. But I think, you know, seeing another article kind of based on this one was saying that um, some guys were kind of finding a way around it and they would just keep using different email addresses or different oh, boxes with set up. And it's, you know, they find ways around it, of course. I mean, that's how people did it with that special delivery Charizard. They just used you know, a hundred different email addresses and got a card for each one of them. You know, and some people, I, I know some people who had email addresses and post or uh, shipping addresses for like all their neighbors. So like, you know, old man Jimmy down the street would get a freaking special delivery Charizard and just walk down the street and give it to to the kid, right? Like it is, it is so freaking stupid on how people get around these rules, but I mean, how are you supposed to stop them all, right? Exactly. It's going to happen whether we want it to or not, you know, and it's super unfortunate because it, you know, disabled me 
um, from being able to get one at all and really kind of wanted one. You know, I'm on the Charizard's <laughs> one of my top favorites, but at the same time, you know, I like the box and the style and the way, you know, and it does kind of look like a cool collecting thing to have. Oh, of course. I mean, I still have the box from the Celebration set. I mean, it's empty, but I still have the box because, uh, you know, it looks cool. Plus, I like how it opens up and you got the little shelves that pop out. It gets, it's freaking cool. Yeah. Uh, now, unfortunately, though, several Pokemon TCG enthusiasts here in Canada woke up to an email or an ups, upsetting email, sorry, notifying customers that the UPC pre-orders for certain locations had been canceled. Fans, of course, took to Twitter hoping the email was a scam instead of devastating news. On the r slash TCG Reddit board, uh, someone posted a nervous message hoping to get clarification from others in similar situations. The post reads, Canada, GameStop has pre-ordered, had pre-orders for the Charizard UPC and I was able to get one, but got this email today and not sure if it's a fake email or not. My order on GameStop still says confirmed. So and there's a, a nice little picture of it. Uh, while the user was hopeful the email was a scam attempt, many other Pokemon fans quickly chimed in. The user responds with, I called GameStop and they said it's cancelled. Uh, in a later comment, the original poster added, I just got off the phone with GameStop Canada and they had told me that unfortunately it was real and I have to go to the store to get my deposit back because the money went to the store. They overestimated how many they would be receiving and oversold it and randomly selected people to cancel the orders. Whether you are first to buy it or last to buy it, you could have received this email. I mean, yeah. Unfortunately, that's just the way they, they do it, right? You know, whether you were the first person to buy a UPC pre-order, or if you walked in 10 minutes ago and made a pre-order, you know, you could still get that email, and it just freaking sucks. I mean, it, it should theoretically be first come first serve it, to a point you know if you pre-ordered at midnight the day that it released you should get your pre-order now mind you in my personal opinion if you woke up at midnight to do a pre-order and you pre-ordered 10 of these freaking things just for the sole purpose of turning around and scalping them then i think you should burn in the fiery depths of hell <laughs> You know, um, but, you know, if you want to buy one to open it up for yourself or, I mean, screw it. If you want to just leave it on your shelf and let it collect dust for the next 30 years, Bob's your uncle. But, I mean, anybody who ordered multiple, those are the ones who should get their orders canceled. Or at least get the multiples canceled down to the point where they only have one pre-order. Because, come on, we all know what the hell they're doing, right? Nobody's ordering three upcs so then they can crack them all open because you already know what's going to be in the first upc it's the fact of you know well the only difference is you might pull one card opposed to the other card in the packs but that's about it but then again you could do that with any pack you don't need a pack from the upc because it's the same pack that you can find at walmart or target yeah, like how they're limit, limiting them to three per person down here. You know, I feel like two to three is a reasonable number. You know, one to keep, one to open, one to resell or something like that. That's reasonable. But any more than that, you know, it's a, 
you know, do you really need to be buying that many? You know, it's the same question, you know, going from PS4, PS5, when those first came out and how PS5s, you know, you still really can't even get one. Well, I still can't even get one. (laughs) Pre-orders are crazy. Yeah, down here, no. I've not been able to. My PS4 is still going strong, which is nice, but at the same time, you know, just can't can't find one at all. And that's why I'm glad that I'm not in a huge, big city in the smaller town that I live in, you know, leaves availability for Pokemon cards and stuff, you know, it, it makes it easier and a lot more enjoyable. You know, I can go down and have a variety to choose from instead of struggling and only using online sources to get, to get my bulk or whatever I'm trying to get. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, it's the same thing with me. Like, uh, you know, unfortunately I live in a small town, so I don't have, that many options for trying to get Pokemon stuff. Um, I essentially have Walmart. That's basically it. Um, or I can use the the store that I'm partnered with, but that's even an hour away in another city. Um, other than that, I have you know a mass collection of online stores that I can pull from if I really wanted to. All over Ontario, all over Canada. Uh, and worst case scenario, I pull from some places down in the States. Uh, not so much for Pokemon products, but more so for, uh, I guess, auxiliary products. So, like, um, you know, give a little shout out to Laser Snake Emporium. I use, I always buy from those guys for the acrylic cases that go around my blister packs, uh, booster packs, anything like that that I want to keep kind of protected. Um, I actually just bought, I think five of them from them so they come from seattle so i mean it'll it'll be a little little bit of a trek to get here they essentially go straight up into canada into british columbia and then from british columbia uh from the west coast all the way over to the east coast to ontario and then to my doorstep so it's going to be a little while but i mean they they're really cool they've gotten to know me pretty well and it's gone to the point where I'll order the kind of DIY set. So, like, you have to build your own acrylic case, um, which is, it's all snap-on pieces. Like, it's all, looks like a jigsaw piece puzzle kind of thing. It's really, really simple. The The hardest part of it is peeling off that stupid brown paper off of the acrylic. I mean, that's that's literally the hardest part of it. Um, but yeah, more- we... At my job, we cut acrylic latex for certain oh, things. I've never bought one, but yeah, that paper is a is a pain. Oh, I freaking hate it! Like, especially like you start to get like a good pull going, and then all of a sudden it'll just veer off and and rip somewhere. It's like, damn it! Now I gotta like stop and pull off this stupid little piece. And yeah, because oh. I was trying to decide whether or not I should get the, the Garantina alt art that I have. And, you know, get the uh, uh, little border thing for it, like the EVs and everything. But oh, yeah. Getting my uh, my roommate bought me one of those little raider things to, you know, kind of give you a good estimate on the card, whether or not you should uh, send it in for grading or not. And, you know, putting it up to it, I realized, oh, I should probably get this one in and get it graded because I think it has the potential to be 9.5 or 10 and that would make it a $200 plus card so oh cool 
Yeah, I always thought about buying one of those uh, those cards things to, to see about centering and all that. But yeah, if they work, I mean, let me know what it uh, what it comes back as, and I might think about buying one. I mean, yeah, because it it's on Amazon um, USD wise. I think it was twelve dollars, and it yeah. came with a magnifying glass. I um, yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, I think it's like twenty dollars up here. But even then, it, and it. It even gives you some instructions on kind of how to use it, a thickness grader on it. And it is a little hard, you know, and a little intimidating at first looking at it. You're kind of like, well, what am I supposed to? There's a bunch of numbers and it really doesn't make sense. But, you know, just looking at YouTube videos online, you know, people give a pretty good explanation and visual, you know, because I'm a pretty visual learner. So being able to see it that way helped me a lot and understand it. Yeah, well, of course. And on that note, we are going to end for tonight on uh, this podcast. Uh, I, I want to thank you again so much, Bud, for joining me and being my new co-host. Uh, hopefully this becomes something really, really great and we can have a ton of fun with it. Um, um, yeah, no, I really appreciate it too. It's a good learning experience and nice to be able to finally get back into Pokemon and have somebody really into it still and with a lot of knowledge to talk to this yeah of course i mean uh and you guys the listeners you won't realize this but we actually haven't had any audio mess ups <laughs> thank god oh, that's really good thank you yeah yeah the uh my last podcast that i did that was a like oh god it was bad it was really really bad it was a lot of editing uh, so thankfully we haven't had to actually edit anything so far and I haven't had to cut you off and say, no, sorry, uh, we got to go back. You didn't pick you up, but, uh, yeah, thank God it, it got it all. So, uh, yeah, cause it's been testing. We did the first time. So. Yeah, that was, I mean, that's why we do testing, right? <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we say good night and we will see you again next time. Take care, everyone. Have a good one. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.